Good morning and welcome to the latest episode of the Estate Agents podcast with myself, Stephen J. Brown, and Mr. Luke Sinclair from the one and only Knightsbridge Estate Agents in Leicester. Good morning. I did that this was the week to go back to work after um, enjoying his paternity leave. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, that, not that they notice. <laughs> Uh, it could be a good thing, could be a bad thing, I suppose. <laughs> so, so how was it? Yeah, no, good, good. It was, it was good to get some, uh, some routine back in. Uh, as much as it's nice to be at home and go to coffee shops and nip out for lunch and and things like that, normal life has to sink back in, doesn't it? Um, and going to coffee shops and going out for lunch doesn't pay the bills. So, um, so need, needs must. Um, but we were blessed with some beautiful weather this week again. So, and seeing everyone's holiday pictures, I think Amy and Vicky have been in Cornwall, which looks absolutely picturesque. It did look lovely, didn't it? Mm. Really, really nice. Yeah, which was yeah. which was great. And um, we had loads of rain on Friday. So um, yeah, we didn't have a single drop. Didn't have a single drop crazy so got soap playing football um cricket got called off as well so yeah i suppose that's what that's what it's like living in london it's normally manchester where it rains the whole time <laughs> absolutely well, how's your how's your week been mr brown my week was um mixed um monday monday was a tough day um, okay. I, dropped, I dropped joel at um with my sister-in-law and saw my father-in-law um, for the first time since Sam died, okay. um, and it was tough driving, driving to a place where we met before, but Sam not being in the car. Yeah, so I found um, Monday and Tuesday very, very hard. Um, walking football got me out of it, which was great. So um, that exercise um, made a difference, and I enjoyed that. Um, and then the rest of the week um, was good. Had my first um, lunchtime learnings or morning learnings live. So I had um, for a long time. So I had Lisa Novak and um, James Trimble on talking about Eric, which we which we have a chat about morning PT. Yeah. Um, so that was good. Um, and then I've got my first training face to face from Monday to Wednesday yeah um so just been preparing from that and maybe we'll start off with that because i like to do loads of research before i work with anybody yeah and one of the things i ask everybody to do is maybe google yourself and google your company and actually look at how you're portrayed on, your, on all the portals um and what it says so on right move zoopla booming on the market whatever um, and just see what the description is about you. Because um, I've been on a couple of um, couple of them on Right Move, and there's absolutely no description. It's just blank on the page. Yeah. Uh, you know, and maybe you don't know that because you haven't searched it. Um, I looked on these companies' websites, and um, there's loads of fantastic stuff on a particular subject. But there's no stuff on another subject, you know. So there's loads of guides for landlords, but there's no guides for for sellers. Yeah, uh, you know. So does that tell me then potentially they don't do sales and they only do lettings when actually they do both? So you know, when was the last time you actually did an audit on your 
on your own bits and pieces to actually see what's there. I mean, actually, you know, I know um, I've done some work with people on Akaboom and yeah. they looked at the presentation, you know, and the, you know, Akaboom's absolutely fantastic bit of kit, but there was so much stuff on it. The slides were out of date that, yeah. you know, what does that tell you as a company? So that's something I would definitely be um, looking at um, yeah. doing an audit. Morning, Sharon. Hope you're well. And, and I think just, just on that, I think Chris Watkin makes a valid point about don't just make it all about you because he likens it. If you, go to, if you go on a date with someone and all you talk about is yourself, how interesting is that person going to be in you? Um, so it's all, I suppose, we, we've talked about it before, is that how, how can what we do benefit the client? um so whether or not that's peace of mind if you're for a landlord or taking the hassle away being the best price getting the mean different things for different people so uh, it's not just sticking a right move best price guide or uh, pie chart on there to say you sell most houses more than anyone else that's great but what else is it that that you do for the customer a hundred percent. And and actually, I think you summed it up there nicely. Language, you know, what language are you using? Yeah. Um, you know, are you talking about the best outcome? Are you talking about the peace of mind? Are you talking about, you know, you're a multimedia marketing company now and in order, you know, you use every channel out there to get the best price. And by the looks of things, people are embracing TikTok now um, as well. You know, so we've got Instagram, we've got the YouTube, we've got um, Facebook, um, got the video, which is incredible, which brings me nicely onto Lisa Novak. Now, I, you know, obviously I've seen Lisa, Lisa's on my time feed the whole time. Um, but what I didn't know was actually her story and how many properties she's actually sold in the three years since she decided to go down that route of yeah. being um facebook and social media and i think she said she sold over 280 or properties in three years which i think is absolutely phenomenal and i think there's yeah. a massive lesson there for uk agents um, and also for new agents that are just actually starting to say well hold on a second you can take over a, an area um your local market very quickly by using um, video, by using Facebook. Um, and there are two words that came up from James and Lisa about Eric, which was mentioned nonstop, which was consistency and discipline. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you look at, you know, Lisa's consistency and discipline, uh, all the videos she posts, um, it's absolutely exceptional. Morning, Martin. Thanks for joining us. Um, so it's absolutely, you know, 100%, it just goes to show what you can do um, by getting your face out there the whole time um, and adding value um, to your, you know, to your local property market. So um, I think there's a lesson there for everybody. One, again, you know, something else that came out about being comfortable, being uncomfortable. So get yourself uncomfortable. Um, and then start doing all these things and it will make a massive massive difference but did you see uh, i don't know if you if you kind of twigged and it was something that dawned on me while she was at arec last weekend so i think she went down the saturday evening and i think she came back not that i've been stalking her um i think she came back over the tuesday or the wednesday 
Um, but on her social feeds throughout that whole process, it gave the impression that she was still in the area doing the videos. So it was that there wasn't just because she wasn't there didn't mean that she'd stop posting. And I'm sure she's got a team helping her to do that. But again, it's if if you're not there, is your so are your social channels? Now I know we've been massively guilty of this, and we've picked it back up again just lately. Is that it falls by the wayside. It's like anything, you get busy and something slips, but it, it, should, it shouldn't be because that's where the eyeballs are all the time. But her feed was constantly being flooded with tips for vendors, tips for sellers, what's coming to the market. She was at an open house, that kind of thing. And a lot of all of that's going to obviously be all pre-recorded that she's done so that it kept consistent so that when she got back into Sydney on Tuesday or Wednesday, wherever it was, then she just picked it up live again. Um, and it was this, she's never been away. Yeah. So again, I just think there's a massive lesson there, you know, whether you, whether you are starting out, you know, cause that's one, one way to catch up and get your name out there very quickly. You know, you're walking down the street of Leicester um, and people recognize you. You know, I go back to three years ago when we were on the Gold Coast and 11 o'clock in the evening, we're minding our own business. And somebody goes, oh, you're Luke from Leicester. Sorry. <laughs> How would you know that? You know, we're on the Gold Coast in Australia yeah. and 11 o'clock and they're, and they're talking about you. Yeah. So, um, which was incredible. Bye. We were so, sitting outside of Domino's Pizza Place. Let's put a bit more context in it. <laughs> We, we weren't doing the. I wasn't doing the healthy eating that that uh, that we should have been. So, um, but but yeah, I think I think Lisa. Um, I was having this conversation with Rade last night about Lisa Novak, and 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 what you see is what you get with her. So there is no uh, false uh, masks or anything like that. And they're probably the most humble and welcoming people. When I went out to them two years ago. I'd messaged them on, on Facebook to say any chance I could pop in and say hello. And then two and a half hours later, I'm still there with the coffee that they've made and the almond biscuits in their coffee shop. And uh, and they'll just, they just give up their time and they are just genuinely nice people and they're authentic with it. So there isn't any of this false facade of just being nice to customers. That's that's what they carry forward in, in everything that they do. Yeah, which was lovely. And also I was very grateful for um, James giving up his time. Um, and what James came up with um, is, you know, so they had, they listened to all the super agents, you know, they were all on the Eric stage and it, and it bro broke down to this, have a system, have a structure, have a plan, have a process. And the best agents yeah. in Australia have systems, have structures, have plans and have processes. You know, so everybody here, you know what are your systems what are your plans what are your processes um they had the best of the best there and if you want to get the notes um i think i shared it with luke but there's um elite magazine run by um samantha mclean um if people remind me or send me a direct message i'll send them a link and you can register and there's notes there from the 43 speakers um that will give you an that will give you an idea as to what went on um so for me it's exceptional i know luke i think you've already registered to get the um recordings from this year um, yeah i'm gonna do the same thing because i know when i went to when we went to australia three years ago it definitely made a massive massive difference and even though i was totally yeah. jet lagged for the first day and most probably can remember what happened um 
took away so much that it made a massive difference with uh, with the training that I've given. There were so much fantastic learnings there and takeaways. And I think we worked out about 300, 350 pounds for um, these recordings, which uh, I think are yeah. incredible for you. You know, obviously it'd be great yeah. if we were there. Oh, thank you. So Luke's just posted it in the comments here. Um, and actually we were discussing, you can get the last two, two 2017 and 2018 recordings free of charge. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 20, 2019 you've got to pay for, and then I think they're going to do a subscription model uh, for this year's and poss possibly previous year's contents um, for it. But yeah, well worth anyone's time in watching any of those videos. So I had an interesting conversation this week with an agent. 90 yeah. days searches to come back. Um, wow. no, no properties to let every property has gone, um, you know, looking on people's social media channels, you know, we've only got two or three properties left, but we got 80 in our pipeline ready to go through. Um, so again, you know, I think you said you, you're big on prospecting at the moment. Um, yeah. Make it, making it happen what should people be doing you know for 90 days um you know can people be getting searching so i have a discussion about search insurance but some buyer solicitors won't accept it some lenders won't accept it so you know should should us as agents be saying to the vendors you know if you're serious about selling you need to apply for your own searches and get the money back from the buyers yeah, well, again, there's no better time now um, than to, to speak to those solicitors and just work alongside three or four. You know the key ones that you're probably using in your town. So can you speak to them to say, look, this is what we want to do. This is, We want to get searches in advance. Can, can we agree on a way that this can be done? Because you, you've only got to I look at analyze your, your last i don't know 50 sales that you've issued a, a memorandum of sale on which solicitors are the common ones okay they're the five top ones that we that we're generally dealing with and these are the ones that we refer to or we recommend so let's have that let's have that conversation that's and and started from then and try, try and create your own little bit of a uh, a game changer head start 100 percent. and how are you what are people's thoughts? So on the ground, you know, stamp duty, um, tapering June the June end of June, June the thirtieth. So um, are you finding, you know, people are still yeah. buy? They realise now there's no way in a million years that they're going to get through, and they're just happy to pay the price that they're paying, um, which in some cases is well above market value, um, and just get on with it. Yeah, I mean, we, we're not seeing a slowdown in people wanting to buy, and that's the plus 250 category. Uh, we're certainly not seeing a slowdown in people to buy. We sold one more property than what we listed in uh, May, um, so listings are still strong. Um, not as strong as in previous months, but given uh, what we're seeing around the rest of the country, we, we seem to be punching above our weight, which is good. Um, and we've got a healthy pipeline of properties still to come to market healthy pipeline of deals still to do. I think we've got 36 deals still to issue to memorandum of sale um, wow. for June so far. I think we've got circa around similar amount of properties to come to market that have already given us their consent that they want to go ahead. 
Um, but, and that doesn't include the lettings. I think we've got 15 letting properties still to come to market. But it is, it's a bit like, I just treat it like a conveyor belt. You need to have people coming on at the end of that conveyor belt ready to come down to drop off at the end ready to list. Um, and that's what you've got to do through the prospecting. So where are they coming from? The, which, the instructions? The, yeah, the instructions. Past market appraisals. It's, it's, it's purely, purely is that, that, that simple. Um, and it's just speaking to those people and are they, are, <clears throat> and are they ready yet? Um, do they need an up-to-date figure? Uh, past clients, uh, Facebook recommendations, um, uh, Google reviews. We're seeing an increase, uh, certainly an increase in people mentioning the reason they've come to us is because they've seen the Google reviews. Okay, it's an interesting point. So, in fact, I did some work with a company this week, and that's we spoke about specifically about doing that but getting their names mentioned in it and actually what they did for the tenants, what they did for their sellers, what they did for their buyers, just to mention it. Because I think that again, that's where people are looking. And again, one of the things that's really interesting on the Google reviews is um, how many people actually reply to their Google reviews, you know, because um, again, that's very good with SEO and that makes a difference as well. Um, and just going through, you know, part of my research for next week was going through the Google reviews and picking up the good things. And then also another thing I would look at, a lot of people have got some fantastic testimonials on their websites. So for me, they're the raving fans. So if you've got hot buyers that are looking, but you don't have a property for them, why not call people that have given you a testimonial and ask them whether they've got any friends, family and colleagues that are also looking to sell um, because you've got a particular person, Luke Sinclair, who's specifically looking for a house in this area and start doing that as well and using those testimonials um, to see if you can get recommendations. I think the other thing yeah. that I've no, learned is from um, on the prospecting side is people are so busy at the moment you know, I'm getting loads of calls, Stephen, we've got no market appraisals. Okay, we've got no instructions. Can you help us get market appraisals? And the reason why, you know, again, favourite saying, well, get scheduled, gets done. Asking everybody, has it, is it scheduled in your diary? Are you doing it every day? You know, and I would say at least 85% of the people that are asking me to do work with them have not scheduled an hour in their day. You know, they they know what they need to do, and that's why there's, in a way, there's a big shortage of market appraisals because they're not having conversations with people on a daily basis. You know, they've just it's been so crazy, and I understand all of that. It's been absolutely bananas that they haven't had the chance to call every day, and they're now suffering from it. So it's finding a way and making sure it's scheduled in your diary for it for it to happen um and making it done so my advice to everybody listening to this watching this is you know we all know that market appraisals are the lifeblood of any agency we talk about it consistently um it's about making sure that you are doing it every day and it's scheduled in your diary um and giving value um and adding value um, and the other thing I would say to people, and I did a little video on it um, during the week, 
is having a um, call to action um, after all your videos. Yeah. So giving people a complimentary market report. You know, so you've got Sprift, Home Search, you've got Data Loft. You know, you've got all these great companies that provide all this information. Um, you know, you've got Reval Pal. Hit, hit on the link below to get a price. But there are so many videos that are being done, which is fantastic to see. But I would say at least half of them, there's no call to action at the end. Yeah. So, you know, again, there's an opportunity there for people that are seeing you. I mean, again, we know people are curious and there's so much good data out there now that we've never had previously. You know, why not capture their their details and then go from there? Yeah, absolutely. And for, for what data you get, they're not expensive. The, the investment is, is a no-brainer. It's thrift, it's a no-brainer. Uh, data loft it's a no-brainer and i see data loft one of the things that they released this week not this isn't to plug them but it was a really useful uh tool was the new homes analysis um fact sheet that they've done um so that and again that was just specific to your area so you can customize it to that and they also give infographics and regular content um because when you are busy it is difficult to then think right i'm going to sit down and write a quick blog post or something like that uh, again, J Jerry Lyons, he's done some great um, guides for clients. So if you're a first-time landlord, first-time seller, selling due to divorce or separation, absolutely brilliant guides um, and great content. And he's even done them in, as a Canva template so that you can easily brand them to yourself. Um, so again, I, I don't know how, I think about £100 a, a, a time, but it's going to take you more than that. In, in terms of an investment in your time. So just buy those guides, get using them. Again, that's another way to put those on your website to come across as helping a client rather than it being all about you and that you actually understand their situation. So the customer kind of says, yeah, you get me. Um, and, and that's what it's all, and that's what it's kind of all about. But I, I, I do, I can't emphasize just, just going back to Google reviews enough because we're seeing, I mean, we've had a massive push on it this year with Google reviews and it's, as part of our gecko boards in the office so i've just had a quick look now so we've added 57 google reviews this year um which is which is massive uh, for us um and it's being recognized that that's uh, jake i was speaking to yesterday one of the reasons he booked a market appraisal yesterday was be, uh, for one in Fletney was because they'd seen the latest Google reviews. It gives the customer confidence and perhaps what the customers want at the minute, confidence in your performance. I had a conversation with somebody and they said um, the first thing they would look at is Google and trust, trust um, pilot reviews yeah. um, before they decide, you know, who they're going to call out. Um, and her husband, you know, if she said, oh, I'm going to go with, um, get this agent in, go, right, let's Google them. Let's look on, you know, let's see what people are saying about them. And then go, no, nope, we're not getting them in. Look at their ratings. Their ratings are really low. They haven't bothered answering any of the problems. And actually, again, I had this discussion with somebody as well to say, you know, we were talking because I did some research before um, I got recommended to a client this week, which was really nice. Um, before I called them, I did some research um, on them so, you know, they could see that I was prepared. And they say, so I said, oh, you've got 80-odd Google reviews. 
So I said, uh, he said, yeah, but some of them are really, you know, poor and we've gone through our customer base and they're all fake and we know they're other agents. So I said, but you haven't answered that. You haven't told them that. You know, you haven't said, look, thanks very much for your review. I'm grateful for taking for you taking the time to review us. Um, we've had a look through our customer base and I can't see that you are a tenant with us or whatever. Um, you know, really happy to resolve it. Please get in contact with us. Because yeah. at least then it demonstrates to people that you're trying to do something. And we've also seen people where they've turned around with Google reviews you know, because they've seen it, they've then responded. And actually, the people have um, changed what they've said, because they said, look, we've got in contact with this company, they actually took on board what we said, and they resolved it for us. So actually, yeah. they may be a three star, but now they've gone to a four star or five star because of what they've done. So yeah. actually, it shows that you care um, with what your your customers, your clients are saying about you and making a difference. But I would definitely be calling out those fake ones as well um and saying look you know tell me when it was um and let's resolve it okay, yeah because that's what we're here to do no, ab ab absolutely and then at least that that's then them isn't it 24 7 for customers to look at and they think oh fair enough at least at least they admit because let's face it not every, no, no one's faultless in in their service um and it's then what you try to do um, in order to recover the situation that proves how, how good a business you are, I believe. Um, and it's, it's how, how you can learn from it. I think the greatest innovation a business can make is learning from its failings. Yeah. And actually, there was a lot of talk on failings, but I can't remember where where it was. I don't know if I was reading about it, whether it's part of ARIC, whether they were having that conversation um, about it's absolutely fine to fail. Yeah. Um, the more times you fail is don't see it as failure see it as lessons you know yeah. lessons in improving lessons in getting better and it comes Step back to the getting it right. yeah exactly and actually if you look at all the best um people out there you know they failed you know when i was at green and co um when we went into business with julian richer and we called them shops rather than offices and we had a a uh, we didn't have a front door and we had all the details out in the end and we rebranded re it from um green and co to home in two of the two of the branches and we kept the other two at green and co actually then people didn't know people we didn't either we didn't explain it well enough about the two brands or because green and co was so well known it just home as a concept didn't work so we then had to rebrand back to green and co yeah so yeah um but yeah so you know it's most probably an expensive lesson um but you know if you don't try these things um and then one of the other things that we did which i think was very innovative years ago must have been about 15 years ago we had this um is a reservation agreement but we called it a goodwill charter um which is an anti-gazumping gazundering tool which i think is a bit like gazelle and what and what they do yeah um, you know so we were doing that about 15 years ago um and we would find so we would ask people if they were um tell us how serious they were so for um, we would ask both parties to sign it 
And if a vendor pulled out because they got more money than their reservation or their goodwill money, because we would ask both the vendor and the um, buyer to put down a bond of a thousand pounds. So if a vendor pulled out because he got more money, that thousand pounds would go to the buyer. If a buyer pulled out apart from bad search service survey a legal title, then um, their money would go to the to the vendor. And we actually ended up with um, nine out of ten sales going through, rather than six out of ten sales going through. Yeah. So what it, what it demonstrated was how serious people were. Yeah. Um, so you know, for me, getting some form of, and I've had this discussion subsequently where you know i've advised people they said i've got an offer on my property um what should i do so i said well make sure these people are serious ask them to put down a non-refundable deposit um and get it held with your solicitor and let them put their money where their mouth is and if they run away then you know they're not serious yeah absolutely absolutely well new homes have been doing it for a long time haven't they yeah uh, as, as, a res as a reservation fee, okay, I know sometimes it's only as much as two fifty or five hundred pounds, but um, and, and that's still a lot of money in anyone's world. But in, when you're buying a house, it's it's a relatively small percentage, but at least it shows someone's intention uh, as, as as part of that. But no, absolutely, I think I think anything like that in, in to to try and help protect your client and their best interests. Um, and also, buyers are buyers are nervous that then in this market that vendors are, are going to accept a higher offer later on down the line as well because they know what the market is is doing at the minute that the way that prices are and agents are reporting. Um, I was speaking to an agent in Scotland. I think uh, it was getting fifty, sixty thousand pounds above what their price what they priced it at in terms of an offer that had come in. I mean. I'm not talking like when it's a million pound property. We're talking three, four hundred thousand pound house. So a good ten, ten percent above. Well, I had this discussion yesterday with an agent. They were getting. They've had three cases recently where they've got buyers coming in from out of the area that are paying two hundred and fifty thousand pounds plus above the asking price. Mm. Uh, and you know, I know I've seen a few discussions now about down valuations. These are cash buyers, you know, yeah. so make, so makes no difference, uh, which is absolutely incredible. Yeah, so. that, 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 absolutely. So you've got some you've got some physical work I've in got terms some of face to face. I have got some physical work face to face. So yeah. um, I got three early morning train journeys. Yeah, um, and then coming back. So um, I'm sure it's going to be up at quarter to six on the train. Morning, Rade. Thanks for joining us. Get there for, um, get to King's Cross, train at half seven, um, start at 9.30, finish at five, back on the train, home for half seven, and then Groundhog Day for, on Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. So that would be your first kind of physical face-to-face -face training in over a year? Well over a year. Yeah. Yeah. I think since February 2019, I think. Is it? When did 20, it start? 2020. Did it start yeah. in 20? I don't know. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> so, so yeah, so for over, it'd be about 15, 16 months. 
yeah bit of physical training so uh, so yes yeah, so i'm looking forward to it should be yeah. good so yeah. um it will it will make a change actually doing a i don't think i'm gonna be used to doing a full day's work because it's been hours <laughs> you know an hour via zoom um yeah. here there and everywhere but yeah no i'm looking forward to that and then um i've had another company ask for exactly the same thing so um just talking about that as well um so so yeah so it's good so work-wise it's um very positive and been very busy keeps me out of mischief yeah and how's the steps coming how are the steps coming so i see, see that you had a record-breaking week i did have a record-breaking week um not the week just gone the week before so i did 174,000 steps um which i think was about 128 um kilometers over the course of a week and again it was pretty consistent and pretty disciplined so um i had i think i did forty thousand on a friday and actually last week because we didn't do the podcast i decided to just go for a walk and i did a three-hour walk which was most yeah. probably the long <laughs> longest walk that i've done yeah um just continuously because all the others you know i have breaks in between um but i just enjoy walking yeah. um and whether it's listening to stuff or actually walking without anything in my ears i enjoy yeah. that as well um it's yeah. nice to get out it's nice to get fresh air um and enjoy it so but you know again bringing it back to your business records are there to be broken yeah. so you know for me what are you looking to break you know most amount of market appraisals that you take on highest ever fee highest ever amount of lets that you've done um in one month um, yeah. highest amount of sales highest amount of exchanges they're all there to be broken you know yeah. so the challenge is right i've now done one hundred and seventy-four thousand. i know sam hunter sent me a challenge a <laughs> uh, hundred thousand steps a day so um <laughs> so i think the most i've done is about fifty one and a half thousand yeah one day and I've worked out to do a marathon. It's going to be just about 50, a bit about 57, 58,000 steps. Yeah. So I'm doing the shine walk in Sam's memory in, um, in September. But then somebody yeah. reminded me, actually, you at nine o'clock, you start at nine o'clock and then at 12 o'clock it, you've done your two and a half hours. It actually goes back to zero on your Fitbit. So, um, <laughs> so oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So. Yeah. But yeah, but look, rec records are there to be broken. Um, yeah. You know, so what records are you going to break in your agency this week? Um, yeah. You know, what what conversations can you have with your team? You know, can you have a record prospecting week? You know, can you have a record of record week of um, getting more market appraisals on than than you have done? Yeah. Um, negotiating whatever. negotiating from first offer to last offer that gets accepted yeah 100 percent. who kind of holds that record who holds the most number of call connections in a day and um, where you're actually speaking speaking to the customer but um, again just a simple thing is in in everyone's office maybe in the kitchen area or i'm sure everyone's got like around the back where the stationery is or something like that have they got these records either on a whiteboard or something like that where people can visualize it because if it's not visualized sometimes i think it's just then just put out of memory isn't it um or, and, and that's that out of sight out of mind so um and for example we've got 
um, and we ripped this off from Sean Adams. So it's based on the Guinness World Records kind of emblem and things. So we call it our office records. And in each office, we've got those for for vows, instructions, sales agreed, and exchanges. Um, and and our Wigston branch, where Rade is based at, in, and they've broke their exchanges two two months on the trot now. Um, Fantastic, so, well done, Rade. And, and it's great, and it was great to see the office proud to, to update, to take out that piece of paper out of the frame and to put the new piece of paper in. So again, if anyone wants that as a template, I'm happy to share that. It's a Canva template and they can just tweak it and, um, and use it for their own. So they haven't got dead easy. You've just got to find your own numbers. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy to share that template with anyone on my Canva link. Brilliant. Funnily enough, he ripped it off from me, but that was fine. <laughs> Uh, it was it was one of my suggestions which is great well Luke thank you so much for your time this morning pleasure lovely to see you thank you all for watching um please share it write a review send it to a friend recommend your friends in estate agency um to listen to it to watch it um we hope you have a lovely lovely Sunday um and a great week ahead and look forward to seeing you next week um, Katie, if you drop Stephen a message, I'll, I'll share it with Stephen and then he'll obviously have your contact details so he can then send it out to you. So I'll do the Canva link now so he can share it with you. Okay, brilliant. Thanks a lot. Katie, I'll get that over to you. Everybody, thank you very much for joining us. Have a great day. Take care. Cheers. Bye.